Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Slizzy, coming to you with another State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 86. <sighs> Major news, NBA season has been suspended for 30 days because of this stupid virus, the carnivorous virus, COD-19, sound like Call of Duty, whatever the hell this thing is. <sighs> Due to Rudy Gobert contracting this virus the nba season has put on suspension put on hold um all sports has been put on hold <laughs> so it's pretty bleak and gloomy about when the nba season will start up again and when will the postseason start when will draft the draft process start. A lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. Um, I got a couple before I get into some of the Knicks kids. Um, the season must finish out. They must play out the season. And my reason is because the Knicks, and I'm, I'm going to sound like a bit of a homer um, when I say this, but the Knicks, we're in a bad lottery spot in my opinion. One. And I don't want the season to end and, you know, we drop to 11 for something because of the lottery, the way it's set up now. And I refuse to allow, you know, the Knicks to finish out the season with the record they got now. That wouldn't be fair. I, I feel like that wouldn't be fair. That wouldn't be fair to a lot of lottery teams um, who's fighting for lottery position. It wouldn't be fair for playoff teams. Who is fighting for the playoff spot. You know the lower seeds. The 6th, the 7th, the 8th seed. And you know. Just overall it just wouldn't be fair man. You know you got teams like Portland. Who's fighting for a playoff spot. You know teams like the Pelicans. You know I know Memphis is sitting there right now. But you, you have to let the season play out. To see if these guys can get in the playoffs. You know reach their goals. Um. Another thing, the NCAA, this was a major blow, a major hit. Um, the college basketball, you know, the college, the universities that profit off of this March Madness tournament. Um, the players, mainly the players, because, you know, a lot of players get their names from March Madness. You know, Steph Curry, even though he was producing during the college regular season, he produced well in March Madness. You know, you got guys like John Morant, who the, the world would not know who John Morant was without March Madness. You know, national media, global media, um, you know, college Cinderella's, you know, one, one of the random college teams that gets to the Final Four. You know, a lot of things, man, but for those kids who's college seniors and this their last year of school and they're trying to make the NBA or they're trying to, you know, go overseas and that is put on hold. So college must give an extra year of eligibility for these guys to go back to school to play and see if they could go into the NBA draft. So, you know, it's, it affects a lot of things, man. NFL's canceled, you know, e, e, when it comes up, we, we don't know. That's in September. NHL, you know, baseball has been pushed back. The Masters has been pushed back. You know, so this this virus, 
uh, it, it, it's destroying everything, man. It's destroying everything. It's destroying, you know, a lot of a lot of things, man. A lot of money is gonna be messed up because of this carnivorous virus. So, you know, I hope everybody who got it, who contracted the disease, I hope you get better. I hope you get help. Um, I hope the clown in the office give people free waivers to get the test because it seems like people who have money can get the test faster than people who work a nine to five and who don't have good insurance. So, you know, just everybody, man, just God bless, be safe, man. I, I, I just need NBA back, man. NBA is such a relaxer, man. For for anybody who's going through anything in life, man, you, you know, sometimes sports is a getaway. And, you know, we all need sports, man, so... You know, I hope everybody get better, man. Rudy Gobert, such a clown, touching everybody's stuff, the equipment. Come on, dog. But the major thing out of that is Donovan Mitchell. You starting to see reports about Donovan Mitchell being upset with Rudy Gobert. And you get reports about, you know, Donovan Mitchell in the locker room. And, and the locker room is going to be real tense. So this was a good break for for, for the teams. Especially for Utah, so you never know. But one of them two is gonna have to be traded off that team this off season. And and if Donovan Mitchell asks for a trade, I'm wondering if my Knicks is gonna to try to scoop in there and you know try to get Donovan Mitchell for ourselves. So let's wait and see, man. Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Um, but you know the next season, it can't end like this, man. It can't end like this. It's so. It's just so disappointing, man. This is a disappointing next season. Out of the past six, it's probably the most disappointing season. You got vets playing over the kids. You got, you know, multiple. You, you got Fisdale was fired after starting four and eighteen. Then you got Mike Miller coming in. Then you got the Steve Stout interview, and he basically threw Mike Miller under the bus. Then we got Steve Mills getting fired. And then we got Leon Rose coming in, and Leon Rose. You know, he says he wants to work behind the scenes. He didn't have a public announcement. You know, he didn't address the public when he got announced as the president of New York Knicks basketball operations. So, it's crazy Knicks season. And I'm I'm just so disappointed that it ended so prematurely. Hopefully, it comes back. Um, because I need these kids to play more. They need more minutes. They need more time to grow on the court. They need to be in basketball situations. Um, so let's wait. It's a wait and see. It's a wait and see. Um, let me get into some stats. Let's talk about the kids, man. Shoot, salute to Frank Nilekina, man. 20 and 10. I've been waiting three years for this, man. 160 plus games. You know, Frank Nilekina finally gets his first 20 and 10. You know, I love watching that game. He was the first player in Knicks history to score 20 plus points and 10 plus assists before turning 22 years old. And and it, it, it's just great to see. And then you got, you know, other stuff on Frank Nilekina. Um, it was a Alex Wolf piece on Sports Illustrated. Shout out, salute to Alex Wolf. And he was talking about, you know, comparing Frank Nilekina to other um, lottery picks. Justice Winslow, Marcus Spark. And Dante Exum, and he talks about the plus minus. And Frank Nilekina plus minus is the highest out of all four, which is a plus six point six. 
Justice Winslow at a 5.0. Marcus Smart at a plus 2.3. Dante, Dante Exum at a plus 0.5. So there's a winning player in Frank Nilakina. There is a winning player in there. There's a guy who can come off the bench, because I see him as a bench player, who can play some defense. He's going to give you some three-point shots, but he's just going to play high IQ basketball. That that's that's the most you can expect out of Frank Nilakina. Um you don't really need to expect much. I know people try to compare him to the point guard Kawhi Leonard. I don't want to hear that nonsense. Call it like it is. He's a role player. He could come off the bench. He could probably start some games. But let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Um I'm, but I'm loving his production this year. I'm loving what you know he he's doing this year. He's more aggressive getting to the basket. You know I'm I'm I'm, I'm liking some of the things he's doing, man. I'm liking some of the things he's doing. You know when you got guys like Julius Randle and Alfred Payton and Randle when he's shooting twenty seven percent from three and Alfred Payton and he's shooting twenty percent from three and you got these two guys who passes to each other twenty nine percent of the time when Anthony Davis. And LeBron James is when LeBron James actually passes to Anthony Davis eighteen percent of the time, we have an issue there. <laughs> we have a huge issue there, and I, I I need both of them off my team. Basically, I, I really need both of those guys off my team. And you know some more, you know Frank Nilakina stats. Frank last twenty last seven games twenty two minutes per game nine point six points per game. 49% from the field, 41% from three, 89% from free throw. Alfred Payton last eight games, 28%, I mean, 28 minutes per game, 11 points per game, 47% from the field, 0% from three, and 60, 61% from the free throw line. Uh, it, my God, this guy cannot shoot. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Then you look at other players. You got guys like Dennis Smith Jr., who's been so god-awful this season, man. He's just been so god-awful. Like, prime example, you know, over the last eight games, salute to Tommy Bear for this stat, but over the last eight games in the last three weeks, Chris Asporzingis has 198 points, 88 rebounds, 25 blocks, and 28 made three-pointers. In the 34 games he's played over the four months of his tire of this entire season, Dennis Smith Jr. has 187 points, 78 rebounds, eight blocks, and 16 made threes. This is disgusting. And I don't know what happened to Dennis Smith Jr. God bless his his, his stepmother's soul. Um the injuries, you know, not getting consistent minutes. He should have got consistent minutes last season. He should have got consistent minutes this season. I don't, you know, think he was he he was given a, a a good, you know, crack at the crack at the whip, crack at the bottle, whatever whatever the 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 name I'm looking for. But you know, Dennis Smith Jr. Man, he's he's just been so terrible, man. He's dribbling the ball, he's dribbling in the traffic. He looked like he don't know where he want to go. He's always making he he always makes a pass about two seconds too late. Slow footed on defense. Some games it look like he just doesn't even care about defense, and it's just bad. It's just another point guard who 
Steve Mills, Scott Perry, mainly Scott Perry brings in to play over Frank Nalakina. And it's just, my God, Emmanuel Moutier out of the rotation for the Jazz. Trey Burke cut by the Sixers. Alfred Payton, he's probably going to leave his fifth lottery team <laughs> in his fifth team in the past four years, man. Fifth lottery team, man. You, you can't make this up. Jared Jack, that wasn't on, you know, Scott Perry watch, but... Uh, matter of fact, it was on Scott Perry watch. And it's just tough, man. It's just so tough. No, it wasn't. Jared Jack was on um, Phil Jackson watch. Excuse me, I apologize. And that was disgusting. That was disgusting to watch. But Zen Master knew what he seen... And some of the guys he picked, and salute the Zen Master, but you know it's it, it's ridiculous. Then you got Kevin Knox, who's having a down season, sophomore slump. He's been just god awful at the start of the season. At the start of the season, he was hot. Then in the middle of the season, he was just god awful. I think for about twenty games straight, he was just god awful. But he has picked up his defense this season, and I give Kevin Knox that. Even Mitchell Robinson. Say, you know, call Kevin Knox block bros. And I, I love when the lottery picks have camaraderie like that. But, you know, Kevin Knox has picked up his defense. And he's picked up his play and his activity level. You know, over the last four games, um, I think this was last week or two weeks ago, the Knicks outscored their opponents by 18 points in the 70 minute, minutes Kevin Knox was on the floor. The best plus minus on the team. And that's good things to see because Kevin Knox is 6'9". He has a 7-foot wingspan. There should be no reason why this guy is not more active on defense. He's very slow-footed, but he has more blocks than Julius Randle and Bobby Porter's guys who plays more than him and who, shoot, and who shoots the ball more than him. And I have a problem with that as well. But, you know, Kevin Knox is definitely in a sophomore slump. Definitely. Um, I'm loving R.J. Barrett. Loving R.J. Barrett. He's one of the five teenagers in NBA history to tally at least 700 points, 200 rebounds, and 100 dimes in their first 50 starts. The other four are LeBron, Kevin Durant, Carmelo Anthony, and Luka Doncic. This kid is good, man. This kid is going to be really good. I'm really happy for R.J. Barrett. I'm happy my Knicks got him. I'm happy we were able to... Draft this kid. He's, he doesn't come with the injury history or the baggage. You know, he just wants to play ball. And I love his mentality. He has a great mentality when it comes to the game. He's not a show-off. He doesn't talk much. Um, seems like he's low-maintenance. Um, and, you know, RJ Barrett, since the All-Star break, he's been averaging 17 points per game, five rebounds, three assists. 1.5 made three-pointers while shooting 48% from the floor. He's the only rookie in the league averaging more than 15 points, more than four rebounds, and more than three assists per game. So these are things to see. These are things in the future that we could look forward to, be hopeful for. R.J. Barrett being one of the main staples on this team. Um, a lot of debate about his position. I believe that he's a shooting guard. I believe that he's not your typical shooting guard, but I believe that R.J. Barrett is basically a mismatch at the shooting guard position. You see how he bullies other shooting guards at his position. I've seen him bully Bradley Bill a couple of times. 
James Harden. I've seen him bully Devin Booker. I've seen him bully basically every shooting guard in the NBA this season. So, you know, I'm I'm high on I'm very high on Mitchell on I mean on RJ Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, Kevin Knox, Frank Nellikane. I'm high on these guys. Salute to Mitchell Robinson, by the way. Mitchell Robinson is on pace to break Wilt Chamberlain's record field goal percentage-wise. And Mitchell Robinson has made 250 field goals while shooting 74% from the field. Jesus Christ, man. Mitchell Robinson is just becoming so dominant. Mitchell Robinson and the R.J. Barrett duo ranks just 14th in minutes played for two-man Nick Lanners this season. I need to see that more. I need to see that Mitchell Robinson and R.J. Barrett combo. I need to see more Mitchell Robinson and Frank Nellikina, you know, lobs. But Mitchell Robinson has been great this season. I believe he's top five in blocks as well. So, Mitchell Robinson is just so amazing to watch. His defense has gotten better. I'm just disappointed at the fact that his offense is still the same. And Mitchell Robinson's offense is the thing that I'm most concerned with. I'm not really concerned with his defense. I know what he's going to bring on, on, on the defensive aspect for the Knicks. I know what he's going to bring. The Knicks are outscoring opponents 5.8 more points per 100 possessions with him on the court. So, you know, Frank Nellikina. No, excuse me. Frank Nellikina is 5.8. More points per 100 possessions with him on the court. Mitchell Robinson is second at 5.6. So you see these guys, man. You see Mitchell Robinson. This kid is amazing, bro. Most games with one block and one steal. Mitchell Robinson has 29. And he is currently slotted six in the league in that stat. So you're watching a guy like Mitchell Robinson. You're watching a guy who's becoming better. I just need to see the offensive. I, I I need to see the offense, man. I need to see the offense from him. I need to see him shooting the ball. I need to see him shooting the ball from three for sure. There's no reason why this guy with that much talent should not be shooting the three. And he's being held back 73% from field goal, field goal percentage. <laughs> That kid is amazing. But I'm loving the young core, loving loving the four young Knicks. Next podcast, I'm going to talk about the other Knicks that's on the team, the young Knicks. I'm going to talk about, you know, my my personal opinion on this, on their situation and if they could be a part of the future. You know, the Isozos, the Damian Dotsons, the Iggy's, the Kenny Wootens of the world. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to say, you know, I'm going to Try to talk to y'all about roster moves and, and what I would like to see in the NBA draft for for our our um three draft picks we got this year. I believe we have four. I believe we have two second round picks and two first round picks. But I definitely have to look that up. But that Clippers pick is very important this season. But let's wait and see. But salute the Knicks Nation, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, I hope everybody. That has this virus. I hope you get better. I hope your families get better. I hope everybody is safe. 
remember wash your hands. I work in a hospital. I currently work at NYU, so wash your hands. You know, I hope people get medical coverage for for this virus. I hope people can can see their families once this virus goes away. I hope basketball can come back once this virus goes away. But salute the Knicks Nation. Salute to everybody. Love y'all. I'm out of here. It's your boy, Slizzy. Peace.